Hello, you guys. Welcome back to my podcast, You'll Thank Me Later. My name is Kayla, and I am your host. Um, it A lot has happened. Honestly, a lot has happened since I last talked to you guys. Um, I did miss last week's episode, which I am sorry about. Um, I did post an episode, but I personally just wasn't happy with how that episode turned out. Um, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to talk about or just like think of a good topic and everything I was talking about I didn't like and uh, I just sometimes feel almost like almost overwhelmed where I'm like oh I have to post something um but I don't want to post anything that I'm not necessarily proud of so there wasn't an actual episode last week but nevertheless we are back with a new one um so welcome back to you'll thank me later um I yeah a lot has gone on guys Corona is out, okay? Um, I cannot believe how literally I feel like the coronavirus, like the pandemonium regarding it, has just accelerated within the past, like, week. Like, it went from just being a joke and people would just, like, laugh at, like, oh, the coronavirus, to literally being like a pandemic like that's absolutely crazy to me um I hope you guys are my listeners my people are being safe and just taking care of yourself wash your damn hands people use soap and water sing the chorus of a song while you're soaping your hands up um right now I think like hand sanitizer is the equivalent of like gold at this point because people are losing their damn minds over it um I know at my job that I currently work at, um, they are prepping us to work from home because they're like, if it comes down to where the company needs to shut down, they're going to shut down and we're going to have to work from home, which is crazy to think about. You also have people from, I know like my mom is an instructor at a college and back home, the school that she works at. Um, and the universities are like shutting down like they're switching to online classes which at first I heard that and I was like (laughs) yes and then I remembered hey idiot you're already on online classes so it doesn't technically benefit you in any way um but yeah it's just it's crazy how like uh, wild things are now with it granted I hope that it gets taken care of and a cure can be found soon and you know the just uh, spiraling that I feel like people are going through can just calm down a bit. Um, I think that the amount of panic that everyone has regarding the coronavirus makes things 10 times worse than what it is. And I will say I don't think the media has done the best at trying to calm people down. So I don't know. I think it's, it's definitely something that, you know, I hope and pray can get taken care of but it almost makes me think the same way that people reacted to like Zika when the Zika virus came out and with um when Ebola was like a huge thing and people's reaction with Ebola where it's just like everyone just started going crazy I think the thing that really stresses people out regarding this specific virus is the fact that it has very similar symptoms to like a flu and everyone now if you cough in public they're thinking that you're diseased so just watch yourself protect yourself make sure to wash your hands don't go hugging random strangers 
Um, if you feel a need to hook up with someone, I'd have them double check to make sure that they aren't carrying the coronavirus. I don't know. Um, but yeah, also on the mix of current world news, um, your girl officially got an apartment. I am so happy to announce that. I am so, so excited about it. Um, if you guys have watched me on YouTube, which I mentioned before, um, I do have a YouTube channel. I haven't posted in a while. I really need to start posting again. But um, I currently stay with my sister and brother-in-law, and I have been on the hunt for finding my own apartment since moving down to Austin. I just really needed to find a place where I wanted to get situated prior. Um, I officially signed the lease. I move into my new place in May, and I am so excited about it. It is absolutely gorgeous. I cannot wait to like record there and like kind of just set up my own little recording space. It's just going to be a lot of fun. So I am very, very excited for that. The apartment is gorgeous. Um, yes, I, I can't wait for it. And it was along those thoughts that led me to get to what today's episode is going to be. And I'm very excited for it. Um, but I wanted to talk about just growing up and like adulting in a way. Um, I was watching one of my favorite YouTubers, Remy. She is Miss Remy Ashton or Rem Life on YouTube. She has a podcast that I'm so obsessed with, um, with one of my other favorite YouTubers, Alicia Marie, which is called Pretty Basic. Um, literally Remy is so funny because everything that this lady does, this girl does in her life aligns some way with mine's. Um, but she posted a video and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm moving. I'm getting my own house. I'm so excited. Like I officially, they accepted my offer, blah, blah, blah. She was talking about getting her own house. And she mentioned how she had been living in this apartment um, that she films in all the time. Literally, like she is known for this apartment. This apartment is gorgeous. It's in like downtown Hollywood or downtown Los Angeles um, like, literally one whole win- like, there's just windows galore. Like, one whole wall is just windows in every room. It's, like, a two-bedroom apartment, two-bath, um, like, huge. You can see, like, downtown LA. Like, it is- if I- make it big. That is the type of apartment I want. Okay. Like it is gorgeous. And she was talking about how she had been, she moved into that apartment back in 2016. And I remember like when I first started watching her being like, oh my God. Like I remember her moving into this apartment. I remember watching her before that. And uh, I think I started watching this lady when I was still like I want to say maybe a sophomore in high school give or take and right now I'm 23 like years old like adult like it's crazy to me that I've been watching her for so long and uh, she was just talking about that and she's like it's crazy to think that like where I came from versus where I am now and like I'm still the same me but I'm not and it just brought me to the topic of today's episode which again is just talking about growing up and adulting and just understanding like life is so strange like it, it 
it's little things that start lining up in your life that makes you take a step back and go, damn, my life is so different from what it once was. And that's wild to me. So yes, that is what this week's episode is going to be about. Um, I personally am excited to talk about it. Like I said, it's something that I have wanted to talk about for a while. Um, I think that I have this conversation with my friends all the time where I'm like, dude, I can't believe that like a year ago from now, we would never think we'd be in this position. Two years ago from now, we would never think we'd be in this position. And I feel like there's so many changes and like just moments of growth that's happening almost rapid fire this year. It's it's crazy for me to just think about. Um, so yes, that is what this week's episode is going to be talking about. Um, I, sorry that I kind of rambled a little bit on this intro. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else exciting that's happened. Um, ooh, your girl is going to go see Doja Cat come April. I am, oh, I'm so ready to go see Doja. I love Doja Cat so much. Shout out to my homegirl, Danae. You are the homie. She literally, like, pretty much surprised me with tickets. So we're going to go see her in Austin. Fingers crossed the coronavirus doesn't make the concert get canceled. It's crazy to me that the city of Austin has literally banned large gatherings because of the coronavirus. So anything over 2,500 people is banned in the city until like October, which everything keeps saying until October. And I'm like, what is so special about October that y'all are going to ban it till then? Can we just talk about that for a second? Conspiracy, anyone? Conspiracy theory? Is it because the presidential elections are coming in the fall? So they're going to try to hold the pandemonium and all the scariness until the fall when it's time for people to go out and vote and then it's safe for large gatherings? conspiracy Shane Dawson I need you to make a video about that just saying um but no they like I'm excited to go see her hopefully the concert doesn't get canceled I, I really 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 hope it doesn't get canceled um it's gonna be so much fun and then I know speaking of concerts they like postponed I think they postponed Rolling Loud they postponed Coachella and they postponed Stagecoach which are all like Coachella. Coachella is huge. And I will admit I've been cackling looking at all the memes that people have posted regarding this. But it's just it's crazy to me that all this is happening over this virus. I just I don't know. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and get into this week's episode. I hope you guys are as excited as I am for it. Um, and yeah, let's just jump right into it. All right, guys. So like I said, this week's episode is talking about growing up and just seeing growth in yourself and in others around you, especially within the past like 10 years. Literally, if I compare myself in 2010 to 2020, it's crazy. I mean, granted, I was 13 versus 23 now, but either way, it's just it's crazy to think of how much has changed since then, not only with myself, but with the people around me, people who I thought would be in my life forever versus the people who aren't and the people that are now in my life that I just can't picture not having there. It's it's just so crazy to think about. Um, 
especially when I think about the fact that like, like friends, I feel like whenever you want to talk about just differences between growing up um, and just seeing how different your life is, the easiest way to see the differences is honestly with your friends. And uh, I remember thinking in like high school, especially there was a group of people that I thought I was going to be friends with forever. I thought in my head, this is my clique. This is my tribe. These are who I'm going to be friends with through and through and through. And funnily enough, out of that entire group, I only talked to two people. Um, Riley, who was on the podcast before, and Julius. And <laughs> that is it. I don't talk to anyone else in my high school because I I just never felt the need to. I don't discuss with that group of people that I thought I was going to be friends with for a long time because it, it doesn't make sense. We don't have anything in common. We don't have that shared um that the shared connection anymore and it's just crazy to go back and you look and see their lives now versus what their lives were back in high school and even like your own life now versus what it was in high school and I say high school because I think that is the easiest comparison for people within my own age to kind of talk about um it's just it's absolutely baffling to me to see how different everything has been, um, especially with like me and other people since that period of time. Like there's this one girl who um, I was not necessarily like the closest of friends with, but me and her definitely, we, we were acquaintances. Uh, we were in the same theater troupe together. If you guys didn't know, I was a theater brat kind of um in case you can't tell from my dramatic ass but I was in this theater group come senior year and there was this other girl uh, I'm not gonna list names for like all intents and purposes we're gonna name her Courtney but there was this other girl named Courtney there and I have known Courtney since I want to say the third grade like third grade elementary school all the way up until high school me and Courtney went to the same school together. Granted, there was a period of time in middle school where I left and moved and then I came back. But for all intents and purposes, we went to school together like through and through and through. And it was absolutely crazy to me to just remember like how Courtney was growing up in high school, how she was growing up in middle school, how she was growing up in elementary school. Like you see this person and you don't realize how sad a lot of people are until you have something to compare it to. And with this girl, Courtney, she, um, senior year, she announced that she was going to be moving to, um, oh my God, where does she say? Somewhere in California. I want to say Santa Barbara. She was going to Santa Barbara. And this was where she was going to go to school at. Um, she wasn't going to the University of Santa Barbara. She was going to the community college. And then they had like a like a gateway, a bridge program where you could go from the community college to the actual university. And that's what she was going to do. And uh, I remember hearing her say that. And in my head, I was like, 
first off, you lucky bitch. Like, I want to go to California and live there. Like, I've wanted to live in California my, practically my entire life. California and London are, like, the two places I would love to move to. Um, but to hear her say that she was going to do it, I was like, wow, that must be so nice. Like, you are so lucky. Like, wow, you just, you got it all, don't ya? Um, and now I go and I see she, like, we follow each other on Instagram. We don't talk. Like, again, I want to stress this. Me and this girl were probably acquaintances at best when we were in school together. But I'll see her post photos and post stories. And I knew enough about her family um, just based off of, like, we spent a lot of time together in high school in this theater troupe because of... Um, the type of program it was in and just uh, things that we had to go through. I, I knew enough about her family, but it was always so interesting for me to picture her in my head from high school and compare her to what I'm seeing now. Granted, yes, I, I know people are gonna be like, but Kayla, everyone puts on a happy face for Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, I don't deny that. However, comma, you can tell when someone is faking it versus when they actually mean it, especially if you yourself have done it before. You can always tell. And that's how I felt watching Courtney's stories and like uh, her Instagram and seeing her go out and post about her friends and family and just all of these things. It was it was something that you looked back and I saw I was like this girl is genuinely happy and I could see the difference between just she smiled different she looked happier she like had this whole different persona where you saw her and you were like I see it versus when you think back in high school and you're like I don't get it um I just I don't know I thought it was so interesting to kind of think about that and I remember very recently um, one of my close friends had actually, I was having the same conversation with her because I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe, like, I look at people in high school and I look at them now and I'm like, holy fuck, like, bro, the difference. And my friend, she turned to me and looked at me and she was like, you know, the Kayla I met and near her met like in 2016, she was like, the Kayla I met in 2016 is not the Kayla that I know now. This Kayla is so different. And, uh, she was like, it shows. And I know she didn't mean that necessarily in a bad way where it's like, oh my God, you've changed. Like you're different. Like you're not the same. But more so in the sense that like you see the growth. And I know when I met this, my friend Sam, I can say her name. <laughs> hey Sam, how you doing? But when I met my friend Sam, um, I was running away from my problems. I didn't want to be in a position where I wanted to be at home I was depressed I didn't like life granted I was in a very good position I had just gotten a new car like I had gotten into a car accident but I was fine but I got a new car out of it um I was working at a job where I was making fairly like decent amount for me to be 19 um I was making a pretty good amount of money I think I had just turned no I was 19 I was gonna think yeah because I was like did I turn 20 yet nope 19 um but I was making a fairly good amount of money and, uh, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of friends. Granted, I was very, like I said, I was very depressed. I was going out a lot. I was drinking a lot. 
Um, I didn't care about anything or like anyone. I was not happy whatsoever and it definitely showed. But I got this opportunity to move away um, and go to like uh, Milwaukee for school. And I had thought that this is what I wanted. The school I got into, I got in on the off chance. The program I was in, I wasn't even sure if I wanted it. Like I was going for psychology and I thought this whole time I wanted to be a psychologist. Granted, I'm a marketing major now, so (laughs) you can tell the drastic difference here. Um, But I got into like the school of psychology and slowly but surely there kept being warning signs of like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, where I like my financial aid didn't come all the way through. The housing, the um, apartment that I was trying to stay at at this like university housing, I couldn't get because there was like the person never responded back to me. And for me to transfer like from my job, it was a whole fiasco for it. And it was just a lot of stuff that kept putting up red flags, but I wanted to run away from it. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. People kept telling me, don't do this. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm gone. Um, long story short, I made the very impulsive decision to join a sorority that I don't affiliate with anymore. <laughs> Love y'all. But um, during this process, the first day of recruitment, funnily enough, I met my best friend. She is literally my soulmate, Samantha. I love you, girl. Um, and she kind of, she became friends with me at my lowest. Like when I became friends with her, I looked for any and every opportunity to run away. I was very self-destructive. I didn't go to class. I didn't go to school. I didn't care. Um, I was just, I was very depressed. And I think that it, it's funny that she became friends with me at my lowest And now that I am out of the woods and she has seen me kind of come out of that, to hear her say that, you know, it's a noticeable change, um, it was just something to really think about. And I feel like everyone has that person, whether it's themselves or there's other people in their lives where you are like, it's crazy to think that you've grown so much from what you once were to what you are now. Um, and that's just kind of how I feel about things. I just, uh, I don't know. I think it's it's something definitely worthwhile. Um, I got a text. I'm sorry. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay, we're going to get Sam on the podcast. Hold on. Sorry, hey. You're on the podcast. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Anyway, guys, um, as I was saying, I think it's just really, it's really interesting to just see the difference between not only you, but other people around you, especially if you've been around someone when they were at a low versus when they have kind of redeemed themselves from it. Um, You just have a newfound sense of respect for them and it's a noticeable change. And I think that that's like a huge part in growing up as well. It's just you start to become yourself you start to really grow into yourself and get to know yourself um no drake but you you just learn more about 
who you are as a person and uh, it shows to other people around you. Um, I know friendship wise, the more that I got out of that depressive state, um, I stopped being friends with people who I thought I'd be friends with for forever. There's people now who I was literally at the point where in my head, I'm like, me and you are going to be friends through and through. Like, you are going to be at my wedding. I'm going to be like at the birth of your children. Like, uh, we are going to be friends until the very end. And now it's, our communication is nothing more than they pop up on my snap stories every so often. Um, and I, it, it's sad in some ways to think that like that's a part of growing up, but it is a, a natural thing. It is something that naturally happens as you grow up and you mature and you become more of yourself, but you are going to naturally, you know, just stop being around people. There are some people who are not going to be a part of your life for longer than a season. Um, some people are going to be in your life for more than that. Others may not. And uh, it's just, I don't know. It's really, really sad to think about. Um, I look back at it now and there's one particular friend who I have in my mind to, to this day, like the fact that we aren't friends anymore definitely really not necessarily bothers me, but it hurts a little because I thought that it was going to be me and this person till the very end. And that's not the case. But I also sit back and I'm like, you know, I'm happy that I outgrew that friendship, that the two of us outgrew each other. Um, because of that, I am now able to have so many other amazing people in my life that has not only fulfilled that spot of that other person, but they have exceeded that friendship in ways that I can't even express. And, you know, it, uh, I think my advice to anyone who right now is going through that growing stage, especially when it comes to friendships or even relationships, you know, just know that it's a natural thing to happen. I remember my mom when I would cry because I'm like I I don't have friends like I all the people I thought I was friends with I'm not friends with anymore I don't have friends and my mom would sit back and she'd be like honey it is okay you are gonna find your people you are gonna find people who are meant to be in your life some people will be in your life for a day some people for a year some people for a season some people forever and you are going to find those people and when you do those are the people that you'll know like, you will just know that they're not going anywhere. And I didn't believe her at that time, but now I'm like, I see it. Like, I say that sentence and in my head, I can literally think of every single person that falls within that category. Not only my people in Wisconsin, because I, I miss my Wisconsin folks, I love you guys, but also my people down in Texas um, I just, I can picture in my head who those people are and I hold them so near and dear to my heart because of that. Um, so if you guys know you're one of those people, I love you. Um, shout out to y'all. You've brought me through some dark times and uh, I love you dearly for it. So, sappy Kayla aside, 
yeah, I don't know. I think friendships and relationships are definitely the hardest for me. I think outgrowing a friendship almost hurts even more than outgrowing a relationship, which I'm also curious on you guys' take on that. Um, definitely let me know. Uh, message me on Instagram or something and tell me what do you think is worse? Is it worse to outgrow a relationship or is it worse to outgrow a friendship? Um, I feel like... Uh, for me, I think the expectations of a relationship is different than the expectations of a friendship. Um, a relationship, you almost expect for it to end at some point. You, It's not saying it won't hurt any less, but um, I expect for a friendship to end. I Or a relationship, my apologies. I expect for a relationship to end. I expect for, you know, at some point we're going to outgrow each other. Not necessarily because I want to, but because it's going to happen um, unless I know that person is my person. But if you're not, like, it's, it hurts, but it doesn't cut me at least as deep as if a friendship ends because I hold friendships so near and dear to me. So it's like if I count you as my friend, I'm expecting you to stick it out until the end comes and then some. Um, and if you're a relationship, it's whatever, you know? We, we live, we learn, we grow. Um I think that's definitely something that it's taken me personally a lot longer to kind of get with is like I can stop talking to a guy and it'd be whatever. Um, but if I stop talking to someone who I consider my friend, I am like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, it, it's just it's a whole different mindset for me. So I don't know. That's just me. Um, kind of along the lines, of, I'm like looking at my list of things I said I wanted to talk about but also along those lines of growing up and outgrowing like friends I think a huge thing for me especially recently was outgrowing the city that I lived in um and that's strange and let me let me explain myself like I mentioned before uh back in like 2016 I was constantly I was trying to run away from myself I was trying to run away from my problems run away from where I lived run away from everything and I thought that the solution to that would be me moving to Milwaukee which is like an hour drive outside of Madison it's another one of the larger cities um in Wisconsin but I figured that would be my saving grace. I figured I moved to Milwaukee. I can start over. It's far away from home that, you know, I'm close enough to my parents if I need them, but I'm not there. Um, your girl was wrong. <laughs> Wisconsin is a small state, okay? Small state. And uh, you can't outrun your demons if you're running on the same field as them. Like, you're running on the same track, they're going to catch up at some point. Um... And that was something that I had to learn, especially after moving. I moved back home and, you know, I, I forced myself to deal with it. I was like, we're going to deal with this. Um, granted, I've definitely gotten better <laughs> at dealing with it. Uh, but I never felt that I could breathe in Wisconsin. And I compare that to the same way that me and my friends will, especially my friends from small towns, um, we'll have these conversations and uh, like, again, Sam and I have this conversation all the time where it's like, you can't, uh, you can't grow in the place that prevented you from growing in the first place. Like you, you're not able to move on if you're still stuck in that place. And that's how I felt growing up in Wisconsin. Um, 
I went through, I'm not going to make it sound like I went through the world's worst problems, but I definitely had my own demons that I had to face while living there. And, you know, um, I had to face them. I didn't have a choice. I, I couldn't keep running from them. Um, but when it was all said and done, I felt very, what's the word I'm thinking of? I felt suffocated. I felt claustrophobic. And uh, again, I don't think it's something that you're going to necessarily understand unless you've been there. Um, Not to make it sound as if like I've gone through worse than you, but just uh, the amount of uh, anxiety I would have living in Wisconsin. I constantly wanted to go someplace. I wanted to travel. I didn't want to stay home. I remember before I moved to Texas, um, like January of 2019, because me and my family spent New Year's in Austin. Um, I remember I was so happy to leave and it was honestly the best week of my life. I remember just being so happy and so excited and just had so much fun. I would like, uh, go and drop my sister off at work. And then after dropping her off, I would go and get Starbucks and drop her off some Starbucks. And then I'd have her car and we'd go run errands or we'd go do this or we'd go do that. And it was just so much fun. And I just remember being so happy not being in Wisconsin. Um, and at this point in time, I already knew, like, I was going to move to Austin. That was the end-all be-all. Uh, my plan was to have moved to Austin by the end of 2019 did that happen um yes however comma I didn't know it at the time so um I just knew I wanted to move I knew I wanted to get out I knew I didn't want to be in Madison anymore I didn't want to be in Wisconsin anymore I felt like it was time for me to spread my wings and to fly fly away you know um and I remember getting on the plane back to Wisconsin. I remember sitting on this plane and <laughs> this is going to sound so pitiful. I distinctly remember I was watching Taylor Swift's um, Reputation Tour live concert experience on Netflix. I had downloaded it to watch it on the plane because Sam called me and was like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever, blah, 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 you gotta watch it. And I remember getting text messages from, like, uh, my friends back in Wisconsin from my friend Lexi and my friend Heather, and they were like, girl, we miss you, come home. And I just, like, didn't want to leave. I was like, I don't want to come back. I don't want to be there. Um, And I went and, uh, I went and was sitting on this plane. I had my headphones in. I'm watching this. And the plane started to take off. And I just remember as the plane is getting ready to leave, I felt the biggest, like, rock just sit in my stomach. And I felt like I couldn't breathe. And I I realize now I was having an anxiety attack. Like, I was panicking on this plane. And I wasn't panicking because I don't like flying. Because I love flying. I love the feeling of being in the air I just, I love watching as the clouds float past, like flying is one of my favorite things. But I felt that way because I knew I, my anxiety was the fact that I wouldn't feel this free, this happy 
coming back to Wisconsin. And I remember listening to Taylor Swift (laughs) play New Year's Day. Yes, that song. She was singing New Year's Day. I had the headphone in and I just started sobbing on this flight. And let me tell I feel so sorry for the lady that was sitting next to me because that has to be such a shocking thing to turn and look. And there's this five foot three black girl sitting like hunched over in the corner watching Taylor Swift on her phone just granted I wasn't like the wailing woman but if you like if you looked at me you could easily see that I was crying and uh, I could do nothing but cry because I was like I didn't want to go back I I didn't want to be there I wanted to move away and it made me think of the girl that moved to Santa Barbara Miss Courtney and I just remember thinking like this is how she must have felt like this is how she must have felt this is exactly the feeling she must have had Because it's just, it's something where once you've lived in a place where you feel like there's no escaping, there's no, you can't grow. Like I felt as if I was Moana and (laughs) everyone in this state, everyone in the, in the city I lived in had a role they had to play. They had a specific position for them. And you couldn't branch out of it. I couldn't grow up. I couldn't be a grown up version of Kayla because I wasn't allowed to. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get to know myself, figure out myself. I didn't feel, I didn't feel inspired by anything. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't like it. I just remember feeling so stuck. Like I felt as if I were in quicksand And uh, everyone was just sitting by and watching me instead of giving me something to help pull me up. And it was just, it was one of the most saddest feelings I think that I have had in a very long time was that plane ride home um, and just sitting there listening to Taylor Swift crying and uh, thinking I was never going to get out of this place. And uh, granted, I mean, your girl got out. <laughs> like, your girl's in Texas. Yeehaw. Okay. Howdy, y'all. How y'all doing? But it, it's crazy to me to think, like, I remember ending last year um, and being down here yet again on New Year's and going out. I felt so happy. We, like, went out for dinner. We went to this really bougie restaurant named Crew. Um, down at the Domain, which is like this huge shopping area in Austin. And I remember like I had on this really pretty sweater dress and some booties and had like my makeup and we like ate dinner and had wine and just had such a fun time. And it was like me and my mom and my dad, they flew down and my sister Kyra and her husband Um, and we all just like, we're living our best lives. And all I could do was compare my 2020 to my 2019 and compare me sitting on a plane crying to me drinking champagne out on the dance floor with like 80 year olds 
doing the Cupid shuffle and just how happy I was. And I cried, but I cried for all the right reasons. And I think that that right there is a sense of growth to me as growing up in the best way possible. Um, granted, I'm not saying in order for you guys to feel as if you need to <laughs> move all the way cross country to run away from your demons. Don't do like I did. I did that once. I don't recommend it. You got to face your demons heads on. I had to face mine's heads on, but heads on anyway. Um, but it, it, it was worth it in the end. And at this point, at this stage in my life, I could not be happier. I feel so blessed to not only live in an amazing city, like the city of Austin is gorgeous. Texas is gorgeous. And I have to stop myself sometimes and just be like, girl, you live here. Like you did it. And I don't, I remember when Riley came down, me and her were having this conversation and she was like, you don't miss it? Like you don't miss Wisconsin? Like what the hell? Like you've lived here for years. You don't miss it? And I can honestly say I didn't miss it because I wasn't, I couldn't grow there. My sense of growth was stunted. I couldn't be me. I couldn't meet a new version of me. I couldn't even allow the new version of me to like bloom at this point because I was so stuck in this quicksand of a city of an area where everyone knows everyone, everybody knew your deepest darkest secrets everyone knew where you were what you looked like how you were if you tried to act any other way than how you were it was a whole conversation I remember like I would have these conversations with people I went to high school with or people would tell me about conversations they had with others that we went to high school with and uh, It'll be like, I can't believe she's doing that. I can't believe she's dating this person. Like, what the hell? Like, this is like, this is on the other. And you, I felt like I couldn't get out of that mindset of like, we're still in high school here and we're grown. Like, we are grown ass adults. Like, I pay taxes, yet I still feel as if I am that same 16 year old girl, just so sad and depressed in high school. And I wasn't. I really and truly wasn't. I had gone out. I had traveled. I had made new friends. I had moved to different places. And I I still couldn't get out of that mindset. Even if I, I had a disconnect almost with me. Because in my head, I was a different person. But out to everyone else, I wasn't. And I related to how, like I said, I this all stemmed to come full round circle from the YouTube episode, YouTube video I watched of Remy, where her big thing was she had this huge weight loss. Like this girl looks good. Okay. I think she says she went from a size like 14, 16 to a size two. Like, first off, let me get on your level because <laughs> listen, if Kayla walks around as a size two, not saying I don't love my size 24, 26 body. But if I walked around as a size two, <laughs> watch your mans, okay? Watch your mans, because I'm coming for them. But <laughs> it was crazy. She was talking about how, how weird it was 
to go back and watch these videos of her moving into her first apartment and just remembering who she was friends with at that time, what she was doing, how she felt, the emotions she felt, and compare it to her now, compare it to her life now, and how different it is. And she was like, you know, it. I, I see that, and I remember being there. I remember that experience, but I it, it doesn't... It was me, but it wasn't me. And that's how I feel. Where I think back to, like, uh, me in 2016, me in 2019, and me now. It's just, uh, it's so different. It is such a different time. And the amount of growth that has happened outside of just growing up, outside of getting older, just the life experience, the, like, uh, relationship experience, the epic fails of dating which I promise you one of these episodes I am going to do an entire thing about my worst dating experience and I want to hear from you guys some of your worst dating experience because honey they are a mess um neither here nor there it's just there's so many like different life experience and just life as a whole I got to literally experience life And I feel like now that I am not at home, I'm not in Wisconsin, I'm not in that same place, I am fully able to go out and thrive off of it. I can enjoy it. I can be my like happy, nerdy, over the top self and I can be it unapologetically. I think the great thing about moving to Texas and I'm going to bring it back to homegirl Courtney moving to Santa Barbara there was no one there that knew you. And that's huge. There was no one there that you've known since the third grade all the way up until like graduation of high school. There was no one there that could tell you, oh, I remember when you were like a little snot-nosed brat, like just running around. Like you didn't have to do that. You were you, who you were at this exact moment was who was being introduced to people. People were going to know you based off of their experience with you effective today, not their experience with you effective 10 plus years ago. And to have that experience made me feel so happy. I remember when I like what knew, found out, like fully accepted the fact that I was moving to Texas in like October and this is back in I want to say May that I found this out and May was such a busy month for me because I had like my best friend's graduation, Sam graduated college, Riley graduated college, my little sister graduated high school and uh, I had my 22nd birthday and then we were flying to um we were flying to Texas like a week or two after that and then I had stuff going on with work and like just like friendships and other things and it was just so much happening at one point in this month like so much there was birthdays involved and so many other things and I just remember feeling so just like overwhelmed and I felt really sad and I did an entire Instagram post where It was a photo of me and uh, 
honestly, the caption did not agree to the photo at all, but whatever. Um, but I remember feeling so, I was down in the dumps and I really felt myself just feeling low again because the funny thing about me and my little sister is we are four years apart. So when I was going into high school, she was going into middle school. When I was getting ready to graduate high school, she was getting ready to go into high school. When I was supposed to graduate college, she was supposed to be graduating high school. And that didn't happen um, because of me making poor life decisions and not knowing what the hell I wanted to do and learning that I couldn't keep out running my demons, I did drop out of school. I took a two-year hiatus and just chilled and did not go to school. I worked and I traveled and I figured out who I was and what I wanted. Um, I have since gone back. I am now figuring out that I didn't want to be a psych major. I wanted to be a marketing major and that's great, but um, it is a lot, a lot more up my alley, let me tell you. Um, but I remember I just felt so, I felt so sad because I was like, I was comparing myself not for what I currently did and accomplished, but for the fact that the ideas that everyone else had thought was going to happen, you know, me being the like four years older than her, we were going to have a double graduation and I was supposed to be graduating with like the rest of my friends. My parents were supposed to be getting excited because, you know, I'm about to graduate and get my bachelor's degree and do all these exciting things and that wasn't happening and I just remember feeling so down and depressed and being like you are such a disappointment and uh, granted my parents never said that my parents never said I was one I want to stress that because my mom listens to this podcast and if she thinks that I'm saying she said that she was disappointed in me mom I know you weren't but I think it was the expectations of myself that really just, it got to me because I was like, you know, I should have been doing this and I should have been doing that. And by this point in time, you know, I should be in a relationship and I shouldn't be living at home and I should have been on my own and I should have been doing this and I should have been meeting this expectation and that expectation and this, this, that, and the other. And I shouldn't be in the financial situation I was in or anything else, the mental state I had, I wasn't the weight I wanted. I was looking at all of these things that I weren't, like I wasn't, um, versus focusing on what I was. And, uh, you know, I, I was a lot happier not doing any of those things than I would have been by doing them. It was through my decision to not do those things that I met some of my best friends, that me and my mom had a newfound closer relationship, that I was able to decide I was moving to Texas and subsequently moved to Texas. Um, it was by those decisions that I went through a horrible job and came out a stronger, better person from it and found honestly, my dream job of my like early 20s that I got to work at for over a year and a half before moving and make so many lifelong friends from it. Like the amount of experiences that I was able to get based off of that, uh, based off of that choice was uh, 
it was just, it was a lot. And it took me a minute to understand, like, you know, that's growth. Like you grew, you grew as a person, you've grown into yourself. You should be proud of that. Like defeat the odds here. I am not a statistic. I am not a black woman who's going on her like fifth kid by the age of 22 on welfare and like has four different baby daddies living in the projects. Again, I'm not knocking if that is your story, but I knew I didn't want that and I wasn't that and that is absolutely amazing and deserves to be applauded for and now I give myself that opportunity to just be proud of it. Um, But it took some time to grow and vibe and just accept that I was able to accomplish that and be happy for where I was and what I had versus mourning what I didn't have. Um, At this point in time, I just, I feel like so much growth has happened. And when I go and I look back and I remember things like, watching YouTubers that I've watched since I was literally in like the eighth grade, like Jenna Marbles and Shane Dawson, the like Remy, who I have loved since forever in a day, Jeffree Star, like just those things to go back and remember who I was when I first started watching them, who I was when I like got my first tattoo or going through my YouTube videos and watching videos of me and like people I was quote unquote friends with when I recorded them and being like, oh my God, this is like my best friend. Like I remember one person I was friends with, me and this person were literally planning on moving to Los Angeles together. Like I don't even talk to, I'm pretty sure this person is a drug dealer now. (laughs) And we're going to be very honest. And the fact that I was ready to move across the country with this person is crazy to me because my life could have been in such a different place and it might not have been for the better um could it sure but I'm so happy with how my life is right now that I can't I can't even begin to explain to you guys because you know it's all of those things that stacked up and led up to this exact moment me sitting here in Austin Texas happy smiling, recording for my podcast, just, it's, it's an, it's an amazing feeling. And I am so happy and so blessed to be able to say that I went through some lows and I grew from it and I can sit back now and not only can others see that change and see that growth and see how much I've grown, But I can see it. And I think that is honestly the beauty of it all. So something that I did mention at the beginning of this episode, speaking of growing up, was your girl got her first apartment. And that is, oh my gosh, I am... It, it means so much to me to be able to say that, like, this is my place, like, this is mine. Like, I'm so happy about that. Um, I honestly, guys, to tell you the truth, when I signed, like, applied for the apartment, I fully was expecting to either not get it or I was fully expecting for it to say, like, I needed a co-signer. Like, that was the two things I was like, Kayla, this is what's going to happen. You know, it's okay. It's fine. It happens. 
you know, this is the apartment you want, but that might not be the apartment you get. And I have fully just accepted that. I was like, you know, you might have to get a roommate or you might have to stay at your sister's longer. Like, you don't know what's going to happen, but something has to happen. And uh, I remember thinking that in my head and just being like, okay, it is what it is. All right, it's fine. And I got the acceptance. It was an instantaneous thing. It told you either you were accepted or you weren't. And it said I was accepted. I had to pay a little bit higher of a deposit because it was my first apartment and I didn't have any renter's background. But I got the place and I remember reading it and being like, okay. And then reading it again and being like, but it doesn't say I was accepted. And then finally going to the top, be like, holy fudge. I got accepted. And I called my mom and I kid you not she answered the phone and I immediately started screaming in my car at like 8 30 at night I'm sitting there screaming just going oh my god I got it I got the apartment and my mom just going girl what the hell is wrong with you I feel blessed. Tabby, I love you so much. My mom was driving home and I'm screaming, not making sense. This woman, I swear, if it was any of my other siblings, she'd probably be concerned. But with me, I'm so dramatic that she was probably like, all right, it's just another Tuesday. But I just remember screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm like, I got it. I got it. It's my apartment. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh my God. And then it hit me and I started sobbing immediately just started crying because I couldn't believe that this uh, this happened like it's official like it's my place it is my place and I told my mom and my mom was immediately just like oh my god I'm so happy for you ah and I'm just sobbing on the phone because it was such a it was such an out-of-body experience Again, this was something that I have wanted for years was to get my own place, was to say, I have something that is mine. I, I value my independence. I always have. Um, I've wanted to move away for years. Again, your girl was going to move to California with a now drug dealer, if that doesn't explain something to you. Um, but I was always so afraid about this part and to be able to know not only did I get the place I got the place without a co-signer which was absolutely amazing um but I got it on my own it was the place that I saw by myself that I picked out by myself that I did all of these things with and uh, I like went through and I signed the lease and immediately the next day dropped off the security deposit because I was like you're mine now like you're not going anywhere um and I just couldn't have been happier like I was so so happy and I felt I felt that sense of being like this is it you've grown up you've officially grown up like guys I bought renter's insurance <laughs> like white light I I can't I literally can't and it's so funny to me because I have this conversation with my mom and it's like you know my 20s are very different from my friends 20s my me at 23 is different from other people I know at 23 and uh, I have this sense of like uh, this is what this is what you wanted this is what you've been looking for 
it's gonna get hard it's okay you know maybe you can't have starbucks for breakfast every other day because you have to pay rent now um can't go to happy hour as much because you got a budget but it's okay and I think like those little things the small little things of adulting that no one really ever explains to you is what to like you can't describe that feeling and honestly I don't think you will get it until you are in that position where you get approved for your own place by yourself like it is the ultimate sense of independence almost like you know getting your own car by yourself I remember when I got my car I went and got the loan by myself had to negotiate by myself because my dad literally was like I'm not helping you and I was like (laughs) okay like got my car by myself pay my insurance by myself like go through all of these things by yourself and uh, looking back at it now I'm just like this is the best feeling ever like this is absolutely amazing this is what adulting feels like um and people will joke and be like okay like adulting is going to a doctor's appointment by yourself or doing little things like that which granted it is I still haven't picked a primary physician I really need to I honestly need to go to the dentist but uh, that's gonna come as it will um but it's, it's those little things that, yes, that's adulting, but also it's the big things, the big changes that you're going to look back and remember that moment forever. I am going to look back and remember the moment that I sat in my car and filled out the application for this apartment and uh, remember feeling so happy for the rest of my life. I am going to remember calling my mom screaming that I got approved. I am going to remember running through my sister's house to their bedroom jumping in and just going I got the place I'm going to remember that feeling for the rest of my life and that is so special to me it's the same as someone being like you're never going to forget your first kiss you're never going to forget the moment that you crossed the person you fell in love with you're never going to forget the moment that you and your best friend like you realized your best friend was your best friend like you're never going to forget those moments you're not going to forget the moment you picked out your pet all those other things yes you are never going to forget those but it's these moments too that you are never going to forget and I'm just so happy that I finally can say that I get to experience that moment Um, And I did it independently. And that is a huge sign of just growth to me is that sense of independency and feeling as if I finally have made it into adulthood. I have finally matured into adulthood. Now I'm staying up here and I'm on like Pinterest like, ooh, this would be a cute way to decorate my apartment. And this would be cute. Like in my head, I'm like, I want to get a bar cart and I'm going to get like a wallpaper and decorate the countertop so it looks like marble and I'm gonna go and do this and that and that and this and so many other things and it's just uh, it's an amazing experience like I call my mom literally every day and I'm like hey did you see what I just sent you on Wayfair what do you think of this what do you think of that how do you feel about this how do you feel like that and uh, it's just it's exciting it's so exciting like this is the part of growing up that I feel is the fun part, the exciting part, the part that so many people tell you 
about, but they don't properly describe it. And I think for me, growing up, you always had people talking about like, oh, adulting sucks. You have to go to work and it's so repetitive and you have to pay taxes and you have to pay for health insurance and this, this, that, and the other. Which, granted, I do miss being on my mother's health insurance. I am not going to lie. It was very, very nice when I was on her health insurance. However, comma. I'm happy to say I'm financially independent for my family. Like 110%, I am independent for my family. And that is amazing. Or to turn around and um, talk about how exciting it is to start planning the decorations for your own place. To go and get your first oil change. To have to, like, just know that you are fully on your own. Granted, it is also scary as hell and you know when it rains it pours and everything at the end of the day falls back on you um something that a lot of my friends have been telling me uh since uh, I told them I was like getting my own place was oh you're gonna get a pet you have to get a pet you have to get a cat you need to get you a cat like go ahead and start looking at cats uh and I'm like no way in hell (laughs) one I'm not paying that pet rent let me stop you right there $400 deposit for a pet now I'm good Um, two, I am just now getting in a position where I can take care of myself. I do not have any want nor need nor reason to bring another living being into that until I know that I am 110% good on my own. Like I'm just now having to budget, like actually budget for the first time, um, And, like, trying to make sure that I don't live paycheck to paycheck and figuring out my expenses and planning out how much things are. Like, I've had to start looking at how much it's going to cost to get internet. Homie, let me tell you, Wi-Fi is expensive. Oh, my God. And, like, my family, my mom, bless her heart, okay? Bless my mama's soul, would pay for the highest speed internet and now I want that but I can't afford that because the highest speed internet guys is like $90 oh no oh no that's got to go I can't I can't I can't I need wi-fi but like damn 90 bucks oh oh my god or like even thinking of like I have to set up electric do an electric bill. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> how do you do that? Setting up a water bill. What? I have to pay for water? It's free. It is with the nature. What does that even mean? Granted, the good thing about Austin, um, reason number 5,176 to move down here, is the fact that the majority of the apartments, you have your own individual water heater and units, so you only pay for what you use and not what the whole apartment use love that um but yes it's just it's crazy that like those are the things now I have to start thinking about is like you have to pay for this like you have to prepare to pay for this which is why also at the end of the day going to find someone who like getting a pet getting an animal getting a pet like that to come into my world and I now have to take care of another living being it ain't for me chief I'm so good um, I'm focusing on the wine nights I'm gonna have and the chartreuserie boards and that's the tea on 
that, okay? All in all, I think it's just, it's an exciting time. And I'm excited to be branching out into that period of life. Um, I think it's going to be, it's super, it's going to be an adventure. And, you know, I'm also really excited to take you guys along with it. I feel like 23 is definitely (laughs) the Michael Jordan year. It is full of like slam dunks and uh, missed opportunities and you got to find the balance between them both. I mean, it'd be great if I can live to see 24 and the coronavirus doesn't get me, knock on wood, but <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, No, seriously. I think it's 2020 started off rough and uh, I feel like it can only go up from here. And there's been so many blessings to happen in my life. And I I thank God for that. Um, You know, things that I used to cry about and pray to and pray about to to God to do, he's done it. Um, You know, I used to cry about having to stay in Wisconsin and stay at home. And I'm not there anymore. And since moving, me and my family's relationship, me and my parents' relationship has gotten significantly stronger. I now have a really great relationship with my older sister, which is amazing because, you know, I'm around her 24-7. I have been able to really just branch out and figure myself out. And I, you start to learn who your real friends are, honestly, when you move, um, because uh, you'll see people who genuinely reach out to talk to you and the people who were really only your friend because they saw you, um, which no love lost to them. Like, it's fine. But uh, I just, uh, there's so much growth and just growing and change that happens. Um, I remember my, me and Kyra jokingly was like, let's read our like horoscope readings for the year. And, uh, Mine said that there was a lot of changes happening. There was going to be a lot of changes that was going to happen to you and that you were going to go through and um, a lot of growth and I was going to be coming into my own. And I honestly think that is what's happening right now. Um, I mean, if they want to throw in a hot little ginger um, in the mix, I wouldn't be opposed to that because, you know, a boyfriend would be nice, just saying. But um I'm happy with myself right now. I'm happy figuring out me and figuring out my life and just living the best life that I can live. And I'm happy that I have you guys here to listen to me talk about it for 45 minutes to an hour every week because trust and believe we gonna have some stories, okay? Alrighty guys, so at this time, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of You'll Thank Me Later. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I feel like we got a little deep there. We we talked about the, the juice, the sauce, the spice, if you will. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really, really enjoyed recording it. And uh, yeah, definitely check back in for next week's episode. Please, please, please rate and review. Give this five stars because you love it. Give it five stars because you hate it. Um... Yes, definitely make sure to rate and review. And uh, if you guys want to catch up with my life and see what I'm doing, if you guys want to get some more updates about the apartment as they come and the decorations for it, then definitely follow me on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at Kayla Baker. That is at K-A-L-A-B-A-K-E-R. You can also follow me on Snapchat if you want to. 
um, or like individually snap me or whatever. That is K-A-Y-K-A-Y-H-E-Y-K-K-Hey. Um, and uh, yeah, make sure to check this podcast out next week for next week's episode. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Please stay safe, wash your hands, cover your faces. Don't go like swap and spit with people who are coughing. Um, and if you know, the entire world doesn't shut down next week, I'll see you then. Otherwise, bye guys.